Podcast, you can't win. Talking a good game, you can't win. Topics never lame, you can't win. Win, 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 win. win. It's ridiculously funny. Hi, everybody. I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. So let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe, all of the above. All of that. You can see our faces on YouTube, um, all streaming platforms possible, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podvine, Amazon Music iHeartRadio, etc., etc. You Some name it, we there. We haven't even heard of, but I'm pretty sure we're there. Name it, we there. And do remember stuff. Do send your your questions to ask the sons on particlesons.com. We are there and stuff as well. And you can pick up some of the, the episodes and stuff as well and see them and pre- preview them and hear them and all the above the same way. So let's start the show. All that good shit. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you doing, man? Maintaining, surviving. I mean, mm-hmm. regular degular in human life. You know, sometimes, yeah. you know, the ailments hit you, but you got to still chuck through. That you do. That you do. And then as a man, you don't have any off time because you're not allowed to be off. You no. always got to be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we. I think as men, we need like a... We need a day. A day? Each you man... Think a, you think a day is enough? A day a month. A day a month. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A day okay. a month. Because yeah. if women, like, you know, from like, let's say, let's say from menstruation. Right. From four to seven days. Four to seven days. Those women are allowed to be off. So right. If they're not right. on their, their, their A game and stuff, whatever. Right. One more period. Yes. And, you know. Yes. It flows in town to PMS like, syndrome. I, you you allow. We, we even give it a, we say it's a syndrome. I don't say that. You don't say that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. I want no problems. But I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they have this specific time where they're allowed to not be themselves. Right. So if any errors occur, mm-hmm. that. I'm not saying all of that for us to equivalent that because they're going to say you don't know what a strife it is to have birth and everything like that now I feel like wicked women deserve wicked period pains <laughs> fair fair that's just my it's thing fair. I look at it as like yo we just need like a day give us a day each man has to pick their own day right like it's arbitrary yeah but each man has to figure now, out. Can it be? Can be? A, can it be a floating day? Or does it have to block it? Because you know, with women, they got they get like their period like at a specific week every month. I mean, yeah, but everybody, not every woman and stuff, has periods like that, right? So some women and stuff with their periods might land random times, but mm. they know as long as they still get it. So that's what I'm saying. Why can't we just fall into random days? Right. I just, I just like if you just feel like, yo, this is the day. I think with me saying it, I think it will suck if um. The woman's like, oh, or this is your off day, right? Right, right. And some of the joys of my off day, I would like to kind of, you know, embellish in. Yeah. And vagina is one. One of them. So if one woman and stuff is to look at you like, well, this is your off day, so this is off. <laughs> and everything like that, whatever. <laughs> but one, one day, you might have to think and use that strategically, right? Because in the, say if like, like the first week of the month comes and like something stressful happens, you're like, you know what, I'm going to take that off day tomorrow. But then you realize after you take that off day, mm. you got maybe another 20 hour days to go. <laughs> so then you might need another day. <laughs> yeah, but as a man though, you're always on naturally. Right. So the fact that you have an off day now, yeah. 
you better capitalize the fuck you out of that to, thing. You got to. Like you, I feel like you really, really do have to because it's kind of like, I look at it stuff as where I was talking to a guy and he was saying like, you know, he would take, love to take his woman to like a, I like for me, yeah. let me say this. So we're having a conversation and I told him and stuff. One of my joys and stuff is that like, let me say my love language would be quality time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, if it's a moment and stuff like that, which like my woman won't allow, whatever. <laughs> like if I think she she understands the stuff, whatever, right? Like I would love a fucking day where we just like eat, fuck, and relax. Right. No podcast shit, no family shit. Right. Just us and whatever nonsense that come up and we have food, we have conversation and we just repeat the fucking process. Yes. That's a day, like that's a day for heaven, for me. Mm-hmm. Now, a guy said, I was talking to himself about this, he said he feels the same way. So he said that when he's with his woman, yeah, she wants to do numerous activities. I'm yeah. like, yes, that's mm-hmm. not, like I said, men's problem, we're complacent. Right. Women's problem, they get bored easily. Right. Right, because when we look at like who's initiating initiating divorces now, it's women. Right, yeah, it's women. So I look at it stuff as where I was like, well, why don't you just take her on a day for her, and then you know, if you need a day, you need to let her know this is how you want your day to run to go. But you got to give her her day and stuff like that, when everything like that. And he's like. She fucking seems like a different person. <laughs> he said, he said from a, a dark place. Ah, uh, it's like, like deep in the, yeah, deep yeah, down in the soul. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, he's like, yo, they got a sitter. Right. They got a sitter. They went to go do their thing and stuff like that. And they got to like detach and everything. And he's like, normally in the house would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. So let me tell you about this. And let me tell you about that. And like, <laughs> he's like, she's so fucking happy and everything. And I'm like, yeah. They need those moments too. A people thing need those moments. But mm. as I'm saying, like, they're allowed to be off. We're not allowed to be off. No, we got to be on 24-7. So he said even he tried to do the couple spa thing and stuff like that, whatever. But it's like, it's kind of like, she's fully checked out. She, I just can't wait for people to just massage me and all that type of stuff. He's like, who drove? I did. Who had to make sure all the, everything was paid for, secured for the cars? I did. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you're always on. Yep. So, just one day, ladies. It's just, just one, one day. day. One day. One day. We ain't got to make no decisions. We one don't got to... Straight men don't have no rights. I've been saying that for years. You can check like early episodes and stuff, whatever, saying the same damn thing. Yeah. Like, just one day. That's what I'm saying. You'd be like, this guy Marvel shut up about this. Just one day. One day. Is that too much to ask? Yo, is that too much to ask? Just one day. Too much ass though. Because like, like, it's, it's shocking that we gotta even ask. I mean, it's like, it's it's like, like, but think about it, like you might come in one day, like say somebody comes in from work or some shit like that. They get to the house, they had like the most stressful day at work. Traffic is not agreeing with them. They're yeah. like, you know what? I need a day. Yeah. Right. Right. They're like, well, damn. And then you see like the dude, like even just veg out, let his nuts hang. You know, if you hear him like chuckle to him. So, <laughs> Because I, I, I always thought just half truth to every joke. Yeah. And then when I heard Kevin Hart say, women don't like don't like for men to have fun without them. Come <laughs> why your face look Bruh. like that. Bro. <laughs> I'll be reading a joke on my phone and, and I, 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 not even a full smile, like just the lips, the corners of my lips. Why are you laughing? Why are you smiling? What are you smiling at? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
So it's, it's real on the it's battlefield. Real. It's real. That's it. That's all we're asking for, ladies. All right, I got a poll for you guys. Let's talk. Let's get to this poll. Could people survive if Amazon disappeared now? And sixty percent said yes. Mm. Tell me how you feel about that. Could Amazon? I was in. People- a, I was in on the sixty percent with the yes. Tell me why. And I was thinking there would be like a there would be a frenzy at first. Mm-hmm. And then some sort of adaption would have to come into play because whatever it is that you get on Amazon, whether it's a a want, but more specifically a need, you're going to have to find out where to or how to get it somehow. I feel like the wants and stuff sit in your damn your I'll save <laughs> the, for the, later, the save for later, the save for yeah, later, or in the cart and stuff like that. that. That's where your wants sit and stuff like that. And then your needs and stuff, whatever, those just get pushed through, mm. right? I look at it where we've come so reliant to Amazon. Yep. Like I want to say we've we've come reliant on Google. Like when you're like, if something you want to look up something, you say Google, Google. right? Yeah. There's there is Yahoo, Bing, other places and stuff like that. Whatever, but we still run to the number one. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing with Amazon. There is Alibaba, AliExpress, um, Juma, all those other type of apps and stuff like that. The one with the black businesses and stuff, whatever. The name right. is fleeing me. But we still run back to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mom and pop spots been put out of business of because of Amazon. And a lot of brick and mortar places and stuff because of, the, especially during the pandemic, yeah. has kind of went to the wayside. Um, strip malls, you and I were talking, so strip mm-hmm. malls and stuff would be kind of like the thing. So that's the reason why, like, you know, salute to the Golden Triangle and stuff like putting up plazas and everything like that. Right. Strip malls. Yeah. Those things and stuff, whatever, would be the new bang. Right. The new bang for the buck. But other than that, like, online has came in to kind of make the move. Now, a lot of people and stuff, I'm, I consider myself analog living in the digital world. Right. I had to get to the program. No matter how much you can deny and stuff for it, you got to get the program. Yeah, like yeah. there's tons of people stuff. Like, I don't buy anything online, but you have somebody buying shit for you online. online. Yeah. So you're still in there. You're just indirectly. I would say probably within the last, within the last two years or so, ninety percent of my purchases have been online. It may have not been on Amazon, mm-hmm. but I'll search for the product through Google, right? Mm-hmm. If I can't find it on Google, then I'm I'm going to the Amazon app. Right. So if Amazon picked up and disappeared now, even like in two days and stuff, whatever, they shut all their business buildings, Nasty. fired everybody. Nasty. The pandemic, the, like I mean, the, the the frenzy that will go on. Yeah. The pandemonium, I mean, will go like be like the company workers Amazon has employed. Mm-hmm. You clear out that, not in the factory people, but the drivers, the drivers. and shit like that, whatever as well. Chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. Chaotic. And they're going to probably try to run to certain time of these subsidiary places to look for delivery and everything like that. And most of them might not make those type of qualifications and shit like that, whatever, too. Right? Nah, nah. Because it's kind of Amazon. I feel like Amazon was more lackadaisical. We're like, hey, you have a car? You don't have a job? Come work for us. Yeah. yeah. A lot of places were like, yo, have you drink and drive? What's your driving record looking like? You know, they want the full 100 of your drive record right. and history. So, it's a different song and dance when it comes to Amazon because I feel like 
us as people, especially on this in this Western world, yo, we've relied on this shit so much. We entrenched in this motherfucker. Salute It'd be hard to find somebody who doesn't have an Amazon app or at least an account. This is a small percentage. Yeah. They're the, they're the one percentiles. And the reason I said they're the one percentiles and stuff, whatever. <sighs> Maybe anybody under 12. Okay. And and them and the demographic of anybody under 12. Because I think the parents right. stuff will kind of do that. But I think a lot of these parents now, they're actually giving these kids debit cards. Yes. Right? Yes. So like how he's giving the kids debit card and just put money on the debit cards and everything like that. It's not far-fetched to see if a young and stuff, whatever, might just tap in mm-hmm. and create an online account to buy set products and stuff like that, whatever, too, right? Right. So, <laughs> I, I, they, they're there. Yeah. They're there that they're, don't use it and stuff like online. definitely there. But like I said, they're in the minority. They're in the small fringe minority. Yeah. So, yeah. That'd be that. Do you think at this point, Amazon is pretty much the monopoly or do you think someone might be able to come up? I mean, just like you're saying, we've got others out there that do a similar thing. They just can't crack that spot or even come close to that crack in that spot. Do you think, what, what, what do you think Amazon has to do at this point to kind of shoot themselves in the foot? What do I think will Amazon have to do to ruin themselves? Because even at one point, remember the the whole scandal with the um, employees wanting a union and not being able to get the union. Yeah, they survived that. That was the biggest thing for them. I think if they start selling people, like human trafficking shit, mm. like that, whatever. I think that's where the change would be. Mm. And I feel like, to my knowledge, I don't think Amazon deals with the adult world like that. No. I don't you can't buy a dildo and stuff. No. You can't, you can't, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so. I think they might try to keep it family orientated and stuff like to that degree. Right. That's one. But I feel like there might come a time and stuff, whatever, where those places like the like some of those sex dolls, like remember that that thick ass sex doll. Yeah. That shit ain't cheap. No. No. So if you're gonna say you're gonna operate a business and stuff like a dot com and everything and wait. For people to come find your shit and everything like that, whatever. Right. You're better off going to like a like an adult marketplace. Right. So at least it's more likely your shit to be seen. Yeah. To be bought. Yeah. Amazon is that place stuff, whatever, like hell. If it's non-adult, your shit can be seen and be bought. Right away. So I think they do anything bad like human trafficking or some shit like that. Like, cause there's so much code words for so many types of things, right? Remember they had the wait the Wayfair scandal? Yeah. 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 So, and that kind of kills some of Wayfair's action and stuff, mm-hmm. whatever, right? So, I'm like, it's those lines. Mm. Those lines for me. Uh, what did I ask you? Are there still certain things you one should never say in a relationship? Are you saying everything in your marriage? You're married now. You're married and stuff over yeah, 10 years. Yeah, are you saying everything? Yeah, this, you are? Yeah. This, everything. There's nothing else. What if your wife cooch stank? You telling her? Yeah, I would tell her. She's got to know. She's serving it to me. I can't, can't keep, I can't keep her having her serving me stank cooch. I'm going to tell her. Just like I hope she would tell me. <laughs> Not knowing is half the battle. <laughs> knowing yeah, is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Not knowing you're, you're shit out of luck. I feel like a lot of times and stuff, 
there's certain things and stuff that people don't say in relationships. Right. And the reason why I say it like that is because you, I guess the risk of offending the other person, as much as the other person not just a regular normal person, it's just a significant it's your, other. your significant other. Right? So a lot of times people want to tread lightly. I feel like you have the, dip- the diplomatic folk yeah. that try to look about ways to kind of approach it. Right. And then you got the I don't give a fuck folk. Yeah. Where you're looking like they will say something and then you have eruption folk. Mm-hmm. Eruption folk is one of my favorite ones and stuff, whatever. I'm not like them. I right. just, I kind of dislike them Yeah, because I say some shit, whatever, and be like, we need to talk. And I will be that person. But then eruption folk would be like, finally you said this shit. I had 10 million things to say. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Be like, I have one thing to say to talk about. Mm-hmm. And you have all these things to talk about and stuff. Why? And that's what I'm saying. I felt like those people, the reption folk, yeah. this is more tailored to them. Yeah. There's certain things that they, they feel like they shouldn't have said in a relationship and stuff. I think everything is up for discussion. It should, at least should be. In my world, the way I operate and everything like that, I look at it as I'm a vocal person to like the world right. from, from doing this. Yeah. And then I look at it as something that how could I not be vocal and open to my SO? Right. Yeah. Right. A guy told me, you don't argue with women. And I never try to argue with women. No. But I'm like, a conversation doesn't have to be a confrontation. Doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't. But a lot of people, now I, I would, I give people benefit of doubt. Eight times out of 10, right. people think it's war. Mm. Especially in a relationship when you say certain type of things and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I seen a video the other day where the dude didn't get no pussy from his woman. Right. Right, so he's like, when you get no, you get no, no sex the night before, and the next day, like I think his woman is like, oh, I'm making some lunch, and he just gave her a dap. He's like, it's all good, and just kept pushing. She's like, what's all that? <laughs> you ain't even greet me with a kiss and everything like that. Whatever. If you even mention, be like, you ain't give me no booty last night. So I'm out. upset. That's all out war. Why? Because they don't want to hear that. <laughs> Is your wife like that? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. And you don't say shit. That, well, I don't say much. You know so you are one of those people. This question is to you. No, but no. If, if if it's something that I feel that needs to be said, then I'll say it. But if it's something that is like, it's like water under the bridge, like it's, it's neither here or there, then why bother? I said this before in the acts and stuff like that. Women are allowed to say no for sex. Mm-hmm. Their body, their choice. Yes. Can men say no to sex? Yes, we can. Their body, their choice? Your body, your choice. You sure it's not a conflict? <laughs> it may be a conflict, I, I but we can like still say no. We can still say no. right there. We can still say no. I feel like it's, it's, that, that's war. That, that's, and I think this is why and, we need the day. This is why we need the day. And, and and you know what I think it is? I think it's I think the older you get and the longer the relationship goes, mm. the less you give a fuck about how much you affect. <laughs> the less you give a fuck is how much you offend. He's like, all right, we we've been through this too too freaking long to be pussyfooting around. 
This is how you feel. This is how I feel. Love it or hate it. I hope. Beginning, you're still trying. You're still trying to find that. You're still trying to find that space at the beginning. I know a couple that's in a relationship for like four years, pushing five, and they really? got, they got into like a heavy heated argument or debate. Yeah, and they broke up after it. Wow. So I'm like, one. In today's times, I don't even consider one puppy shit no more. If you get past a year, yeah, you're like, holy shit. We're still together after one year? Mm-hmm. After all the shit you done probably seen, after all the shit I done probably seen, and then much just like, I call them the, the distractors. Right. Like the, like, I want to say the distractors meaning like, let's say for women, it might be like the dudes, you know, I always, I always feel like there's another dude on the side waiting for his time. Put me in the game, coach. Like I'm just I, the, 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 the bullpen back, warming up. Yeah, the backup QB. He's there. He's there. Cause I feel like like the dude is the main quarterback. The woman is the head coach. Right. So when, you know, first downs and all that shit's popping off, you'd be like, This is why you're in the game. Mm-hmm. So incomplete some interceptions, incomplete passes, some fumbling, some shit, she whatever. Blow the whistle. <laughs> nah, she, she won't even look at she give you a look. She give you a look like you know better. And then she turned ahead and the backup one, whatever, you know that guy? If I was you, man, I never would fuck up. I never forget a birthday. I never would fumble nothing. You know I will always you do know this. You know what's funny? Forget about football, baseball. Mm. When the pitcher's up on the mound and let's say he, he put like maybe two people on base mm. and then he's like down on the count at the, the pitcher at the back. You see the coach mosey up, walk on to the down and stuff. Have that little conversation with him. Listen, man. Do I need to pull you now? <laughs> you think he can still go in? Meantime, the bullpen is running hard. About two, three niggas in there throwing up. <sighs> right. As he net the see- pitch is like, the coach is like, I'm gonna give you this, I'm gonna give you another chance. I'm gonna let you see, finish out this in and see how you do. And this is but see, and that's the reason why I use the football over the baseball, because the baseball and stuff, I look at it as like a like a more of a younger type of thing. Right. America's pastime. Right. Right. If you got time to pass, you got time to waste, more than likely, when you're young, you have more time to waste. Right. You have more freedom of time. Mm-hmm. That's why you get into a lot of more fuck shits. When you get older and you get some, some wiser stuff, you don't waste the time and stuff like that. Right. In the NFL game, you don't swap QBs as much as you'll swap pitchers. Mm-hmm. In a baseball game, you'll swap fucking like three or four of them things and stuff in one game. Right. So you're looking like, that's back in the dating game again. Be like, you were fucking up. We were so good in the beginning, but you start fucking up. Next, I don't like you. might throw someone in for one inning just to see how he performs. I call that a hot girl summer. So, I mean, fuck you, me. You're right, you're right. So, I what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we're in a situation and stuff, us as people, where communication is still a problem to someone you know. Yeah. And I look at it stuff as that if you quote unquote know said person and stuff, whatever, you should have an idea of the triggers, mm-hmm. their likes, the dislikes, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if you're gonna initiate a conversation, you should already know where not to go or how, like, you know what I'm how saying? To steer it. Yeah. I mean, you don't know nothing. <laughs> that means you don't know nothing if you're looking for if like the shit pop off. And I look at it stuff as that even if you do use all those necessary steps and the person and stuff gets volatile and everything like that, mm-hmm. that ain't the person. <laughs> no, it's not. That person needs w- work. Yeah. yeah. Therapy, yeah. something, 
blessing, holy water, Santa Maria, <laughs> something. I don't know. But I, I feel like conversation still has to be had within a relationship. And throughout the course of the years, I've seen this level. I feel my opinion. Right. No one else's. I feel like, yeah, your significant other should be like one of your best friends. Of course. And if it's one of your best friends, there's some things you talk about your best friend too and everything like that and certain things and stuff. And then sometimes you just want to let specific friends know specific things. Mm. That person should be in there. But if you're with the person, you have a problem with the person doing these type of things, you ain't gonna say shit. No, you got you gotta say shit. It's, Cowards! It's, 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 and it's, it's small things is if you leave it alone, they start to build and they add up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. But it, some people don't see it like that. And then so then when it when it erupts, it's like, well, why didn't you say when she say something before? And that person has a point. Why did she not say something before? Be like, oh, he's my dream. He's everything. It's like a dream come true. And then when they start thinking and stuff, be like, damn, living a dream one nightmare at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me ask you. What do you do when your dreams become your nightmares? Find new dreams. Really? Find new dreams. Explain that. I'm always of the belief that if if you got a dream, you got to explore it to the fullest. Okay. Right? But if you come to that point where you feel like you've explored it to the fullest and now it's no longer a dream, it's now, it's, it's a burden to try and pursue that process then maybe it definitely wasn't for you. Maybe it was, it was a dream, but it just wasn't for you to happen. So now you got you to gotta look at something else because the one thing that you don't want to do is not have dreams, not have goals, or not have something to look forward to. You know what I mean? Not, 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 not have something to strive for. I see people not achieve their dreams and then just shut down altogether. Mm-hmm. That's just true. like if it, it like like this was all or nothing. No, you're still living. What do you see? Now you're gonna live the rest of your life with nothing, <laughs> nothing to look forward to. That don't make no sense. And see, this is where this is where I feel like the structure thing comes into place. Where you like this is where the plan thing has to go in place. Right for me, because I look right. at this as where like. But like everybody has a plan today. You punch in their face, right. right? But then you have this dream. You have this dream where. Your plan was to, okay. Let's look at Demar Hamlin living his dream mm. to be in the NFL, make it to the NFL and stuff. There, get to this stage. Yeah, he's not playing minor ball or nothing like that. He's not playing arena football and stuff. Whatever, he is here. Right, he is here. And drills to and fro, exercises, training, and all the above. These things over-exhilarate, you know, over-exhilarate the body, the heart, and all that type of stuff. Yeah. He's on the stage. What he did, he did nothing wrong. Nothing. He did nothing wrong. He went for the taco, got back up, and then collapsed. Right. This is this man's dream. Mostly, most some young men, those young men in the NFL. Yeah. Them young men, I wouldn't say... Tom Brady's older than me. <laughs> but most of them are not as older as, as yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, whatever. But the men in the NFL, especially playing, 
this is their dream. Yeah. Well, you can say that about almost any professional sport. And now when they're in the point of stuff, whatever, where their dream and stuff is now... For lack of better words, costing them their life. Right. Do they find a new dream? I mean, you you would hope. You would... I think it's going to take them... That grieving period first of the if, what, why, and when. Why, why is this happening to me? Why is my dream cut short? But again, I don't think, I don't think it's good for you to live in that state. Mm-hmm. You gotta fight, you gotta find something. You gotta be able to, to pivot. The, the you, I, and I love Mike Tyson for that. No way. Whereas I think his. <laughs> Boxing career ended too soon. But with that being said, when was last Mike Mike Tyson's last boxing match? Because Mike Tyson been boxing since the eighties, and I remember calling yeah. him boxing in two thousands. Too soon? I think. I think. I I think so. I think. I think the. I think the. I think without the controversy, I think he would have went longer. With the rape, that. People just being on him, down on him after that whole rape situation and not looking at him in the same light than him kind of fumbling himself. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that came with it. I, I think that he just got tired of the sport itself. But with him being tired of the sport itself, he was able to pivot. He found something new that he liked, he liked to do. And then he's become successful at what he's now doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's dope. Because how many boxers have their career ended short and not have progressed anything further than that? I was just thinking when, when, when we're talking about the whole football thing, I was just thinking about Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything that this man is doing since the whole taking the knee being becoming an, an activist. I don't even hear anything about the activist work that he does. Do you follow him? I follow him. On the gram? Yeah. And you don't hear nothing. Not just the, the, the one through here, but it's not as active as I would hear of him when he was a football player. Well, I mean, income is different. The income, income is, is different. The income is different and stuff like that. <clears throat> I still hear him doing things, right? Right. I, I just don't feel like... This is where and I, I've heard this and stuff, whatever. I think first person I heard say this was Fat Joe and the light bulb went on. Sometimes you don't always have to be the number one person. You yeah. got to learn to be the number two. Yes, this is true. Right? This is true. And I think the thing is, with the world we live, everybody wants to be number one. Right. So when you're number one, your name is kind of brandished first on particular brands and all the above and everything like that. What if your name is tarnished? Right. I don't feel like Harvey Weinstein and stuff is broke. I nice. feel like Harvey Weinstein and stuff probably took a took a back seat yeah. and still making guap. Meanwhile, he's of locked course. up. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Yeah. So I look at it stuff as where we might not know for forefront type of thing. Right. Do I think Kaepernick and stuff is broke or something like that? Whatever? No. no. But I feel like if your dream is to do like to play in the NFL. Right. That's fine. Now, right. when you're doing other things and stuff from it, right? That's another dream. 
or that's kind of like your ambition. Okay. Kind of put you to a place and stuff like that. Right? Okay. Where I feel like you have a few that like, all right, they played in whatever sport yeah. or they did whatever thing. And now they have so many other sister companies that have branched off since they stepped down from that. Right. And they have other people and stuff that don't have shit mm-hmm. and everything like that. And both sides are still okay. Because I look at, um, who is it? This guy, Brian Reed's Big Country. Yes. Who, was, who, who played for the Grizzlies. Vancouver Grizzlies yes. at the time and stuff yes. like that, right? He got his first few checks. And after that, he was done. Mm. Took his money, bought farmland, happy as a butterfly. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it as where, yeah, some people's dreams and stuff would be like, yo, this is that dream. And after that dream is fulfilled and met, right. then they keep it pushing. But I feel like, and I'm not speaking for DeMar Hamlin, but so young, average life span. Average, he was what? In his second year? Yeah. Yeah. And average... It's about what five years, five six years. Quarterbacks, I heard quarterbacks are for a little bit longer because they get all the protection, right? And then every other body, like with the body hits and everything, five to six years, five six years, five to six years and stuff, whatever, right? And I think, um, especially with we're taking in mortality at a different kind of rate now, yeah. Because I want to say, hmm. You might have loved ones that might pass that might be older. Right. In like a specific kind of like age bracket demographic. And then you might know people and stuff of that. Or you might come from a world and stuff, whatever, where death is kind of like second nature. Hmm. Where you can spot the difference between the two is that if death is like second nature to some people, like say you live in a like impoverished area and stuff like that. And like right. we're talking about bodies dropped on the rag and everything yeah. like that. If you see somebody collapse and drop, you'd be like, it's better than a gunshot wound. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then other people look like, I can't believe this is happening because everybody in their granny took a knee. Praying, helmets off. That's why the game postponed it and everything like that because they're looking like, yo, the, they have to resuscitate this guy and then basically bring him back. Right. You know what I'm saying? People die of heart attacks. Every day mm-hmm. to medical professionals and stuff like that won't really flinch. Right, right. But the people that's not exposed to these things and stuff, whatever, it's catastrophic. Right. I look at it stuff as like his situation and stuff, it's not an everyday occurrence, but right. these things happen. They happen. They happen. Yeah. Especially within a contact sport. Right. They happen. So, I don't know about changing up your dream like that, but I just look at it stuff as like some people are willing to die for the dream and some people are not. Are you willing to die for your dream? Well, thank goodness my dream doesn't come with any occupational hazards. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? What if somebody came to you and stuff and like, yo, podcast man. Yeah. We got the $10 million check. You got to suck a dick. Or, or you got to jump off a building. Well, I'm not sucking the dick. And I'm not jumping off a building either. So you're going so so you to go to bed that night and have a brand new so, dream? So is that, is that an <laughs> occupational average? I'm going to I'm gonna have to have, a, not necessarily have a brand new dream, but maybe look for somebody else to deal with. 
that may be that may not be the one lane, right? And it could be maybe three or four lanes. That lane might just be the deaf lane. Right. And this is right. so in your beginning piece when you said like, you know, have a new dream. No. The dream and stuff, whatever, you have to explore all options. Right. Possible right. for set dream. Right. Some right. people look at it something like, I try once, try twice, it ain't for me. Right. And then they tend to just tap out and give up, whatever. Now, if you said like, I done tried this, 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 this. Hell, have you even tried seven ways? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's time to go to sleep. Wake up with a new one. Right, right. And that's why I say I, I would explore all my options. And once I realize, okay, well, this is this not working, then it's time. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, okay, this dream didn't work. Now I got to wallow in wallow land. Mm-hmm. No. Now I got to find something. Philly? Yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say because I'm like, doesn't wallow from Philly? I think so. Yeah, okay, I was like, okay, now I gotta find something else to strive for. Because, <clears throat> like I said, it's, it's it's these things, it's dreams that more than likely give you purpose. Without a dream, this is you just you're that you're not you're not living. You're existing. Mm. I can see that. You know what? You know. When we did talk about the Lamar Hamlin on like a, on a previous show, and like the Skip Bayless situation and stuff, which in Shannon Sharp, right? Yes, you know I forgot to ask and stuff, whatever, and it clicked to me and stuff, whatever, just a while ago. How soon is too soon? Because when it came to Skip, yeah, he's a sports commentator, right? And he's watching sports, yeah, and he commentated on the sport. The current time. And they said it was too soon for Skip to say something like that. So how soon is too soon? And that's always hard to judge because I, I I think in in that, that instance, it's gonna be the context. If it's a, if it's a sensitive matter, mm-hmm. Then you might want to kind of hold off of a bit. If it's not so much a sensitive matter, then you could probably just go right in. Also depends on the on on the the person on, on the either the delivering or the receiving end. Yeah, some people that just don't give a shit what they say, who they offend. So there's no time limit for the delivery. I think Skip is one of those people. There's a like aspect. Yeah, they don't like him. Yeah, I think Skip is one of those people. So for for me now. I'm more of a I'm over of a person with empathy and compassion, right? And before I would let anything of that nature come out of my mouth, my whole thing is like, okay, if his family hears what I'm about to say, how would they feel about it? How would they react towards it? Is it is is it that important that I gotta say it now? Because then that's another thing. What is the importance of it? If it, if it's something that needs to be said, can you really hold your tongue on it? Should you really hold your tongue on it? No. No, it needs to be said. Right. Right? So then at that point, you just have to realize, okay, people are going to be offended. Regardless. Regardless. But this needs to be said. It has to be said. My CEO... For my hospital, which remained nameless for now, <laughs> um, 
there was a day we so we have social workers in our hospital. Right. And I guess it was social workers week, right? And the CEO, she's walking around, she does this thing and stuff, whatever, like I think once a month. Right. Take five. Okay. So she I feel like and I said it to her and stuff, whatever, and like a not and not so proper way, but I'll say it's like how I would, would say it. Right. She basically like gets off her like her high tower. Yeah. And comes down and talks to the plebes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She made it to the social worker week thing, right? And she went there, I'm assuming with her assistant or whoever the fuck, and they're like, oh shit, it's blank blank. Yeah, yeah. Oh, take, take a picture with us for social service right, yeah. week, social worker week, whatever, right? Pose, pose, photo shoot, pose, you know, take yeah, yeah. snaps on. She's like, all right. Well, I came down here to let you guys know we're going to be doing some cuts. Right? So they're looking like, during social work are we? And then she looked like, so when would be the better time to tell you guys? Right. And I was like, well, yeah. With all you social workers that gathered together to, com- mean, exactly. to comfort one another. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, she got a point. They're like, no, she's this is too soon. She could have waited till after and stuff and be like, yeah, but that's more money you gotta sell out. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. picture you have shit employee and stuff that are working for you. Mm-hmm. Shit employee. And you're like, yo, you gotta sever this shit. You gotta get a replacement. You gotta replace them already. Right. Before you get ready to sever this fucker and everything like that, right? Right. And then now, right before stuff, you, you, you rolling up on them. Yeah. You see, like, they see you coming, you're like, <laughs> be like, I know this is hard. Yeah. Because I lost my father today. That's going to change your answer? <laughs> that would change my answer. That, that, would, that, that, that would change my answer. I was like... Take I, all the time you need! It wouldn't be taking all the time you need, but I'm like, man, this father just like... I don't want to say, okay, yeah, guess what? I'm going to have to fire you today. And then tomorrow, I hear this person committed suicide because their father done passed. And then I fired the ass right after. Like, I feel that shit. So I'm like, okay. You feel is, that that'd be on you? I, 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 well, I feel that would be on me because I'm like, yo, I could have given you the time to grieve for your father, right? Okay. Get your, get your, get your, get your collective back, mm-hmm. right? Before I hit you another, with another blow. Because I'm like, you see it all the time in boxing. Like, someone get knocked down, the referee is holding you back. They're not letting you throw another punch. Right. Till that person, if that person can get back up, if that person gets back up, free game. Mm. But if that person can't get back up from that first blow, then you just gotta you gotta let it ride. <sighs> I'm already swing. <laughs> no, I'm not swinging. I'm not swinging. You're like not swinging? On, a, on, a, on a boxing analogy, analogy and stuff. But I look at stuff is where, like, I got shit to do. Yes, you and, do. And it kind of goes back to like, if we're going to compare shit, whatever. Remember we asked women and stuff or asked people, right. what time of day would you break up with a person and stuff? That's all on you. Right. What time you want to break up with them and stuff, whatever. If you're taking into consideration like, oh, they didn't eat nothing and stuff like that. It's kind of come fluff for them to hit them first thing in the morning. <laughs> but Mar, and, that's a little bit different from not eating and your father passing away. <laughs> people die every day. People do die every day. 
But does your person, does your father die every day? No. Oh, he died you, once. You're gonna take, and you're gonna handle it differently than the than the other people dying every day that you don't. Agree, know. but then if it comes to the worker and stuff, whatever, for the worker being a fucked up worker and everything right. like that, and it just happened coincident coincidentally and stuff that the father passed and stuff like, you're still a fucked up worker. Yeah, you're just a fucked up it, worker. Have to give grief, bereavement to. It doesn't change. You're gonna have to give them grievement to. But after the grievement comes back, you're gonna be like. Listen, man. Bereavement. They're not grieving Bereave- shit. Bereavement. I'm, I'm Bereave- like, no, I'm not giving them bereavement. <laughs> You're not giving them bereavement? No, that's extra money wasted out of my damn company. Because I look, I look at this stuff as this. It's the right. same thing I always say. Why are we treating adults so infantile and stuff, whatever? You realize, like, okay, this is a traumatic time and stuff, whatever, for people and everything like right. that, right? Right. And this is where I look at stuff as where I'm on a level of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And my level of gratitude and stuff is that, like, I have to be one with myself. Yes. Right? I can't expect shit from you. No. But anything you do for me, because it's a level of gratitude, I'm grateful for. Right. It's a bonus. Right. It's not a sense of entitlement where I lost my father. You have to give me this time off because now I'm in I'm in grieving. So now you have to give me my bereavement thing. Right. I was a fucked up company, a fucked up employee to your company. Right. Where do, where do I answer for that? Where do I answer for this? You answer after the bereavement. After the bereavement. Okay. I'm going to give you the bereavement. Go ahead. I'm going to give you the bereavement. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you I'm going to let you wallow in your sorrows and then when you come back from wallowing in your sorrows, I can I can take the hit. I'm I've already taken the hit. I don't mind taking the hit a little bit more for you to just That's fair. Cuz like I said, I'm not I'm I'm not going to watch you be down. Mm-hmm. Struggling to get up and then kick you while you're down. Fair. I look at the stuff as that, like, you have to have this own personal resilience before I even fucking meet you, before mm-hmm. you even leave your house. Yeah. Before you leave your house and everything like that. Because if you, 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 you tapped in all your vacation days. Right. And stuff like that, whatever. And now you're telling me your wife's cousin and bumfuck nowhere and stuff like that passed. Right. Not your relative and stuff, but you want to go to support your wife. And I'm like, you got no more vacation days. They can't be expected to extend extend that. Like I can't. You'll be I, surprised. I can't be at work and expect that. Yes, you will be surprised. But if the if if you get come down with a hammer, then you gotta expect to be come down with a hammer. It's like it's like it's not that it's not that close to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if I'm putting it right. No. But it's it's not that. It's her, it's her wife's mother, and it's not your mother. Because you're, you're going to feel your mother differently than, you, than you're going to feel for your wife. Fair. Mother, right? So they're looking at it that, from that perspective. Like, when I was in the working field, right? Mm-hmm. Only a certain type of person in your family could pass for you to be able to get bereavement. Correct. So they're, they're, they're treating it the same way, right? It's, it's, it can't be like your, your aunt... It may be your favorite aunt. Mm-hmm. It may be an aunt that grew you. Mm-hmm. But they're looking at it as, nah, nigga, it ain't your mom's. So you cannot get this bereavement day okay. for your aunt. Squash all that then. Right. Remix now. You get three days for parent. Okay. Right? Right. You don't show up after the third day. Right. You got three paid days and stuff for there for parent and stuff for there. Yeah, you but, expect to get more? But then that's cause for discipline if you don't show up on the third day. Like, you know this in place. 
So that's on you after that day. That so what's day. the difference? You know you're not a good employee and stuff like that. You know this is in place. Yeah, but if you know you're not a good employee, right? Right. They, they don't just come and fire you from not being a good employee. They have to give you a warning first. Yeah, and they so probably they, getting, yeah, but they so probably they probably that warning, you probably got then, talking then, then, tools then and all that type of stuff. Then that's different. Then that's different. Yeah. You're making it sound like, yo, I'm coming today and I'm firing your ass today. No, but you know why somebody like you know if they're gonna throw the hammer at you because they throw the hammer at you and stuff and you're like, I don't know, woodwork and stuff. You have a fighting case to probably get your job back from one right. incident. Right. But that's what I'm saying. If it's accumulation of things and stuff, and like I said, coincidentally, everything just happened to happen. On, on D-Day. On, on, on D-Day? On D-Day. So yeah. if everything happened on D-Day and stuff, we'd be like, oh no, all this already happened and stuff yeah, well, like that. Like, I'm nah, going to let you warn. I'm going to let you warn, but best believe when you come back, I'm going to fire your ass. Okay. I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to let you have that one more day. It's not, like I, I said, it's, it's not that. Unless it's a matter of life and death to me mm-hmm. and a detrimental, like if it's, if it's going to really sink mm-hmm. my business, then I have no choice. At that point, I'm looking at it just just like we're saying when with when it, if how soon is too soon. Mm-hmm. If it's a matter of utmost importance, then it has to be done. It has to be done. I feel like most of these things have to be done, and I feel like even as a company, my my if I own a company, my main concern is stuff there, and this is why I understand both sides of the spectrum. Because right. a lot of people look at this thing like I'm just employee, whatever the fucking number, mm-hmm. and if I own company and stuff, whatever, I need, I just need whatever employee to get that set task done. That's it. I don't care if like your your pit bull needs an abortion or something like that, or your goldfish and stuff yeah. got flushed down and stuff. But yeah. I need set thing to get done yeah, so yeah. I can keep making this guap. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people are like, they're not looking at you. People got business to run and you got a job to make. You got you got money to make. If that was the case of stuff, whatever, you should look in other endeavors and stuff of getting employed for yourself. Right. So therefore, you're not answering to anybody and stuff and you can work however you want. However you want. And all the above. Yeah. I look at it stuff as like, even a set person comes back, right? Let's say they're not even getting fired. They come back and stuff, whatever, but they don't come back with the whole energy and momentum and stuff to work. Right. That's still my problem. As owner of like of company, no, and everything of course like you that. have to deal with. That. And I look at it stuff as where, hi, set employee. Yeah, we noticed since like you know set person passed in your life and everything, you haven't been the same. Right. We need your production level to go back up to like what the fuck it was before. Right. You need to find therapy within your times and you're not here because mm-hmm. if you don't do that within the next time for or the next like few weeks, right, I'm gonna have to let you go. But then a lot, a lot of things like, no, that's not fair. Oh my gosh, it's going fast time. Well, then now you have that. Well, that's when we look at it now. That's when you have some companies are more proactive in, in regards to that because they'll see you go through that. And they'll say, okay, you know what? We have counseling in place. So we suggest that you take counseling because we want you back on your A game. That's a big company if they have counseling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't say, <clears throat> this, I'll say some, some places are more proactive like that. And what about a smaller business and stuff like smaller that? Smaller businesses like that, they, they, they may not be able to to have it, a therapist right? yeah but they gotta at the, at the same time you gotta be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes that and that's what my, 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 my thing is it's not only shoes. that but I look at I'm looking at accountability yeah when do you be part of your own rescue if you realize you didn't give a fuck about set job that's why you were fucking up at set job and stuff like that right why not quietly quit and just just real quit yeah and just you know what I'm saying yeah do the right thing and stuff like that, whatever. Like, a lot of times, this is where the baggage thing kind of comes up. The baggage conversation always comes up to specific people because I'm looking like, 
you have all this weight, which you never dealt with. And now we have to help carry your weight and everything like that. Right. Why is your burden becoming my burden? Right. You, that That's the part of stuff I have a problem with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I'm looking like, okay, if set organization like back to like, you know, Cutthroat CEO, that shit was funny as hell, by the way. <laughs> that's that's that so shit, funny. That, that shit was hilarious as hell, by the way. But even like when it came to her case and stuff like that, like if this was in place and stuff, whatever, yeah. like I said, conversations and stuff, were they, were they not had before? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we have a budget meeting and stuff, like our fiscal year starts April 1st. Right. So before that, like in the March time, we have like town hall budget meetings and this is blah, blah, blah. And they kind of get where funds will be allocated when government sends funds and shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when financial talks should be popping off and lays layoffs and cuts and all that type of stuff. Because I remember one time we had another division and stuff like within the hospital. Yeah. And then, you know, like, geez, we got to cut 50 percent of them jobs over there. Motherfuckers out here shivering and shaking and stuff in Harlem shaking. But re- it's still a warning. Right. I remember when I was um when I was working for Chrysler. And it was like, I think it was the beginning of 2020. Yeah. When they were saying, okay, every, I think it's every four or five years, the car industry on a whole takes a dip. So I guess it's like. People have bought their their brand their, new, their car. brand new cars. And they're not fucking up, right? You know what I mean. So it's like every five years or so it dips, so that it's expected that every five years or so that layoffs are coming, right? But they let you know we're coming into the dip year, so expect it, right? Warning, the warning, right? They haven't said anything yet, right? And then now when they start crunching the numbers and figuring out, okay, we need to get rid of 300 employees. That's when the second warning comes in. They say, okay, within the next three to four months, we expect to, we, we expect to do more layoffs. Right. So then now you, 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 you know, right? Then within the, the two period that lasts, like let's say month leading up to it or two months leading up to it, mm-hmm. They say, okay, you already know it's going to go by seniority, right? Mm-hmm. Second one. So, 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 no, that's the third one. That's that's third one. A, so, so, you know now, if you came <clears throat> in with the last year or so, start looking for another job. Be proactive. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's inevitable. They, or you already knew from the beginning of the year, and people who's been there like five or ten, you know, 10, 15 plus years can tell you, yo, this is how it's going to go. I've been here the last two times it went, right? It's all those who are in the low seniority. Y'all are going to get axed first because that's how it works. So they start going around and saying, listen, man, if you know what I know, start preparing yourself. Some people don't listen. Some people don't listen. A lot of people don't listen. A lot of people are hoping that, oh, no, I don't. Don't go ahead. But why would you hope? Well, no, I feel like some people don't even fuck with their coworkers and stuff like that. Some people don't even talk to their coworkers and specific coworkers and stuff. So if therefore you're telling me words and stuff like this, whatever, yeah, did I rock with you like that? Have I broke bread with you? Were you kind? Were you nice and stuff whatever before? Because if you didn't fuck with me before, right. then you come up to me and tell me, they might cut your ass and stuff like that because your seniority and stuff is not up. It's right. a hater move. I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah, but, but okay, I get that part. But even with 
even with 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 the job that I was in, mm-hmm. right? This is not it's 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 not only common knowledge, but you get the you get the printout on the sheet. So it's just telling you it's it's already there. It's written. So you got to sit down now. It's up there. If they put it on the table, your lunchroom table. Yeah, that's perfect. Right, and the supervisor come by and say, "Did you read it?" Yeah. Check you as you read it. Mm-hmm. So there's no if ands or buts when the day comes. Your ass knew about this. No, I'm, I'm the, not. Uh, the, <clears throat> the other employees is just like, listen, it could go. I've been here before. It could go this. I'm just, I'm just telling you what's up. I'm not disputing that. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying the stuff is that we. I work in a hospital and stuff forever where there's new people that, that's in there. Yeah. And they won't even acknowledge that even in, in the same damn hallway and stuff with them. Yeah. I'll yeah. say hello to them yeah. and not nothing. So if they come out with cuts and all the above, I'm not saying I might know which department they're for and all the other, but if they say like they're cutting with like they're cutting the ones that don't have that much tenure or right. seniority and right. everything like that, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta we go. Can't, well, and we you can't, gotta go and, and, and yeah, I was like, what what happened? <laughs> How can I plead a case with somebody so they don't talk to me? You can't plead a case for that. Exactly. And that's you what can. I'm saying. Like, we we come to this point now, like, even as people and stuff in the world where we don't need anybody. I don't make electricity come no, to the, the house. Saying, but you're saying what you're saying is so damn true because I seen the new employee who make friends with everybody. And see how everybody. And see how they thrive. See, not only see how they thrive, but when it's time to get the axes, other employees is, you know I mean, go in the bathroom, say, yo. Yeah. So, I, don't, I, I know it's a seniority thing, but let's try and see if we can hold on to that. It's a person. like me show. Yeah, let's see if I, we can try and hold on to that person. It's a like me show. Like the same thing with the skip thing. They ain't fuck with skip because they don't like skip. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, how soon is too soon? When they like you, yeah. they don't give a fuck. Right. How soon is too soon? When they don't like you, like, ugh, I knew you were going to come with some shit like this. <laughs> I knew it. Let's get to question of the week, man. Question of the week. Question of the week. If people in your life are investments and bills, which ones do you have more of? I want to say I have bills. <laughs> Tell me why is it so? Uh, well, because uh, we want to know. F- just, just for the from the nature of of being a family man, and I don't really rock with too much people outside my family like that. Mm. You understand? So my kids are still at the age where they depend on me, right? Okay. My yeah. wife may not depend on me. As much, but it's needed. Your wife's a bill? <laughs> no, but she is it's needed for me to pull weight, right? I don't consider a bill, but I don't also she, no. she she would be she no, would she's be an investment. She would be, I would say she's an investment. You have business, you have business. Right, right, right. I would she's in business. She's, I would I would say I would say half not because I still gotta help help out with the investment, right? Right. So if I'm put if I'm helping out with the investment, at some point it becomes a bill be, before the investment. Flourishes, mm. right? And we're both we're both feeding into that bill. Okay, I got. Okay, so your wife, half and half, like was she fucking coffee? <laughs> um, your kids. What about Marv? What about Marv? Yeah, Marv's an investment. 
Oh, Marvin's an investor. I was yeah. about to say, motherfucker. We about to throw these hands. We about to be Jerry Springer on these hands. You got I don't got to. I got to. I don't got to front front nothing for for you for for you to do what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're you're adding to what I'm doing. So what? So that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like your wife will be people that a person that would be adding to the things and stuff that you're doing. Right. Now, they say friends and business don't mix. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly and stuff for that, right? Can I look at the stuff as where you have to look at the right friend and the state of mind. Of course, yes. Right? Um, what about, how many friends do you have that you, that you might consider as an investment more than bills? None. None. Really? Yeah, because none of them are in my world like that. Like for what I need. They wouldn't bring any value to what I'm doing. You're the only person that's bringing value to what I'm doing. See, I have everybody I, else that that I, that I can think of, mm. right? Friend wise, has their own thing going on, right? And I can't look at them to I can't look at them to now not mind their own business to invest in mine. Or you guys can go into something get together. We can go into something together, but then we have to be just like are you saying, either like either like minded or or goal orientated and have have a, a a fixed goal in front of ourselves that we both want to achieve, right? And that's like like I said, I have I have some good friends, but for the type of businesses that I see that I want to do, they're not they don't fit. They don't fit. And I, I have to recognize that before I tr- I pull them in and make my shinks my my ship sink. Mm. No, I <clears throat> I look at it and stuff is where I do have friends that are bills and I do have friends as of their investments. I think I I more look for the ones or the friends that their investment wise and stuff whatever it kind of works well for me. Right. Where I look at it stuff is where they're adding more. To me, than I think. Is it Scotiabank? You're richer than you think? Richer than you think. I feel like they're adding a lot more stuff than you think. But the thing is, stuff is that if I sat down with specific people and right. said, like, let's brainstorm on, on, like, getting this bread, we can come up with something. Right. I don't like to fill my plate. Food for thought. I don't like to keep my plate cluttered with other things and stuff. I like to take care of whatever I have on my plate. Yes. Once that's cleared, then I can add other shit onto yes. my plate. Because sometimes I might be full with stuff right. that I can't take anything on and yeah, stuff, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like right now stuff, I'm I'm not full, full, but I'm occupied Yeah. with the things and stuff that I have on my plate and everything. Like that. But could I make room for something else, whatever? And it has to be I want to say not even worth my while, but I want to say it's to the level of stuff where it's not gonna deter anything else I got going on. Right, right. And then and that's one of the things that I always So your play is full. Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. Gotcha. Yeah. And, have... and it's and it's so funny because I was I was approached by an, another relative, maybe uh, persistently within the last month or so, trying to show me about this business, right? The, the business, I know, I know somewhat about it, right? I'm familiar, I'm familiar with the, t- the territory, right? And it's not like I don't see myself 
being successful in it. But at the same time, I realize it's going to take time and and detract from what I'm already doing. Gotcha. So your plate's almost full. It's almost full. So you got to look for something and stuff, whatever. Or somebody you know should come to you with something where it's not going to be devouring right, the time right. from other things yeah, compared yeah, to it's what like this it's passive. sit thing was. Fair. Fair. That's fair. All righty. All right. Let's get mm-hmm. to the Axe of Suns portion. First Axe of Suns comes from Lonely-Dude. What movie made you cry? I think uh, Lean On Me was the first movie I cried at. Lean On Me. Morgan Freeman? Is that a Morgan Freeman flick? Is it? Is this, am I, is, am I, is the right name? Maybe it's not. Maybe it was called Lean On Me. That movie with a bunch of friends, with a bunch of kids that were friends way back in the day. That's tons of movies. Yeah, I know. I'm about to say I'm bad it. With, I'm, bad with, I'm bad with movie names, man. I'm about to say it. <laughs> Had to be it. Because they were friends from back in the day and they connected as adults. Uh, you know what? Uh, no. I'm saying Lean On Me because that was the title track of the song. So maybe that helps a little bit. Bro, that song has been used over and yeah. over. Bill Ward, did his, so maybe his that, songs so maybe that. Been... <laughs> I was about to say he passed, rest his soul. His songs ain't dying no time yeah. soon. Let, no. me go- let me Google and Google once again. I think for me, a movie that made me cry and stuff was uh, John Q. John Q was the one that kind of got me. And then um, somewhat Man on Fire. But Man on Fire just made my eyes water. John Q had... Did- John, John, John Q. Oh, John Q and stuff over there because it's kind of like it showed. I like movies that kind of show an average kind of day or average kind of life. Right. Like I look at it stuff as where um, and there's no shade to anybody who makes minimum wage and stuff like that. But I feel like if you work, if you make minimum wage and you can like come to the level of like contentment and happiness within your world with your income and everything like that, it's fucking awesome. Teach yeah. me. Yeah. I would love to hear your story and have a conversation and stuff and realize how you do that and stuff, whatever. Because I feel like maybe part of me, because I'm a hustler, I'm kind of money driven. Right. So they're not them with less money yeah. can still make this happiness and contentment and stuff, whatever, pop off as yeah. dope. Yeah. John Q. Parents wasn't rich. You know what I'm saying? Parents wasn't rich. Or let's say John Q himself, John Quincy and stuff himself wasn't rich. Right. His son had this condition. Mm-hmm. And regular people, a good portion of regular people that I know or know of, would die for their kids. Yeah. And they would do damn it was necessary and stuff for their kids, especially for their kids to prolong life. Yeah. He did what's necessary. He took a he took up a hospital. The part that got me and stuff, whatever, is when he was telling his son goodbye. He's like, well, my son and I were a perfect match. Mm-hmm. He has a large heart. Take my heart. Like, we're in the hospital. I'm going to shoot myself yeah. immediately when I drop dead. That's it. Take my yeah. heart and yeah. then use it for him and stuff like that. And then when he's telling his son goodbye, I was like, 
Nigga. <laughs> huh, man? I was there watching it, whatever. He's telling son goodbye. Dad, where are you going? No matter what, I'll always be with you. I'm like, yeah. I see what you did there, Denzel, yeah. you piece of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when I looked around the movie theater and stuff at the time, it's I see a lot of I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, no, no, so I, I had thug tears that. Some, some movies will do it, man. Some movies will do it. Do you find your movie? As nah, I, I typed in "Lean on Me" as the title track. It just, it just, it just get, brought me the soundtrack. You can't be the, doing these. I don't things want the soundtrack, the, man. You can't be doing these things to the to the, to the fans, man. Five or six white boys, man. We were all <laughs> friends walking on the train tracks. That's all I can remember. <laughs> Is that what you typed in Google? No, I typed in. Oh. I typed in "Lean on Me" title track, <laughs> and it just brought me the soundtrack of "Lean on Me." Exactly, of, Morgan of Freeman. Uh, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna come to me, and then I'm, I'm gonna you're cold yeah, blooded. I'm gonna drop it. I answered the question lonely, dude. I'm gonna drop it. And there was another person and stuff too. They're like, yeah, they they got at me. Then they they probably tapped out. We probably lost the follower because of your punk <laughs> ass. Nah, they gonna still follow. They gonna hit me up. Is this move? I know what movie you're talking Damn, about. Nah. I know what movie you're talking about. Well, uh, next question comes from Tar. You are elected king of the earth. What is your first executive? Order. That is a fire question. Make sure everybody eats. Yeah? Yeah. Make racism illegal. <laughs> You're going to learn. Okay. And that's, 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 that's across the board. You see, like how you said, five white boys buy a track? Yeah. You might get a fine. I might get a fine. You might get a fine. It's, I was being descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't black. They were white. You could have said, there were some bronze, there were a few brunette kids there. There was one kid with a glasses. And listen, they'd be like, listen, today's, oh. sta- today's standard, that could be any kid. Right. And that's why I said, some of these movies and stuff can be damn interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just going by just like certain things, they can be interchangeable. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's a fictional fucking thing. No one said Little Mermaid had to be White, but I just look at the, the the origin, the origin stories, the origin stories and stuff, whatever. Like, where does it come from? Yeah, and then see where it works and stuff, whatever, within set characters. Because it's like, all right, they made a movie called mm-hmm. When I Heard the Title, Last Dragon. I never expected. A black kung fu flick. No. No. Why would you? Kung fu originated where? China? Mainland China. So as I'm saying, when you hear like The Last Dragon and stuff like that, like, oh, okay. Now today, they can swap. They can do a whole damn thing. It don't have to be Barry Gordy shit. It could be Rick Rubin shit. shit. Rick Rubin produced, presents The Last Dragon. I have Justin Bieber and stuff for the you own the land. What are you gonna say? You're culture appropriating? Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, look at Karate Kid. I mean, they switched him up. Mainland China, baby. Mainland China. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to my Taiwanese folk if you hear this comment. <laughs> um Last question comes from Moose Juice. Moose Juice? Moose Juice. That's a name. How do you know if you're a good person? 
Let me ponder with this two seconds. I don't know if I'm a good person. The things I do, yeah, I deem good. Right. And I think the majority can answer if I'm a good person or not. I was going to say that for me as well. I would, I would say it would have to be a, a majority decision on my behalf that what I've done up to this point has mm. been either good towards myself or good towards my fellow man. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say that personally for myself mm-hmm. because what I may have deemed a good deed or doing good, someone might have taken it different, mm-hmm. right? And another person might have taken it good. So I, I, at that point, it, it has to become a majority rule for me to say, okay, I'm a, I'm a good person. Mm. This many people say it as mm. opposed to this many people says, I'm not. I'm going to roll with the numbers. Yeah. I feel like we're in 2023. What is it? The Jordan year. Mm-hmm. And some people, they're out here trying to get goaded because MJ is a goat. But I've never heard MJ call himself a goat. I've never heard him call himself a goat either. I've never heard LeBron call himself a goat. No. And I think I think this is something that other people will kind of say and stuff for you. I just feel like me, I'm just Marv. Right. And I live my life and I do my thing and stuff like that. I try to walk, um, I don't say a full righteous path, but I try to do the things that I deem good. Now, somebody else might deem it as horrible. Right. But I deem it good. So this is where I'm saying like, I let the majority of stuff dictate that, whatever, because I feel like I like to nip things in the bud. I don't like problems to grow into a big ass tree I can't cut. Right. Sometimes you got to say the impromptu things or the, um, you know, the things you might not want to say in a relationship and stuff, whatever. And I might just be the person that just say it. Right. Now, if I don't say it and stuff, whatever, to like down the line, it goes into something that's harder to, to pop off compared yep. to like just nipping in the bud with two fingers. Yeah. Where I got to go get a full chainsaw to come deal with some shit. Right. Like, no, me... I'm going to say some stuff and be like, oh, that's like ripping the Band-Aid off and everything. He's an asshole. I get called an asshole a lot. Mm. I get called rude a lot and everything like that. And I look at stuff as that, do I intentionally go on my way to do that? No, but it's just at that time or my brain or how I feel and where I am and stuff in the world, Yeah, that I feel like that's warranted. Now, if that pisses you off, then I'm sorry. I'm not going to always be on agreeance and stuff with the majority. I'm not going to do things I do for the majority. Right. I'm going to do things that for myself. Now, let the majority and stuff kind of dictate and stuff from there. That's my final thought on it. Yeah. So, you feel the same? I feel the same. It's like I said, like, I'm, I'm not here to please everybody. I, I, live, I'm, I live with the model that I treat people how I want to be treated. Mm. And with that in mind, I ain't trying to screw nobody over. Mm. I ain't trying to... Fire I, I, somebody when they daddy yeah, died? Yeah, yeah, I ain't trying to fire nobody. I don't want nobody to fire me when my daddy died. Fair. I'd have been, I'd have been crushed. Crucial. I'd have been crushed. But you're a you good know, employee, but, so you, you didn't got to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, no, not no more. But yeah, like I said, man, I was like, I, I'm always of that, you know, treat people how I want to be treated and then I just let it roll from there. I, I realize that I'm not going to please everybody and I'm not trying to please everybody. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Today, we take it back to the classic. Your ego is not your amigo. So says the sons. 
It's good to have confidence, but it's a no-no to be overconfident. You don't want to put your hat where you can't reach it, and you don't want to write a check with your ass can't cash. That's it. Zip. That's it. That's it. All right. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits, but the other shit that I say do not. Peace and love, love. y'all. Deuces. The Particle Sons was not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.